You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound, proudly presented by Cupra. Hello and welcome to Line Noise. My guest today is Crystal Murray, uh, a Paris-born singer, songwriter and producer, uh, and more, uh, whose new single, Payback, is an impressively fierce piece of work um, that falls somewhere in between techno soul and R&B with maybe just uh, a touch of disco. Uh, And it reminds me quite a lot of Khalees, um, which is always a good thing. Uh, no, I'm saying it's copying Khalees, uh, but like I love Khalees. Just you know, when Khalees makes these um, uh, very like kind of wild, kind of pop soul R&B numbers. Anyway, why am I talking about Khalees? Um, so we spoke to Crystal ahead of her gig stroke club night at Nizza in Barcelona. Sadly, that has passed. Uh, that will have passed by the time you hear it. Um, it's it's tonight as I speak. Um, and we spoke about revenge. We spoke about jazz, uh, Paris and London. We spoke about clubbing, Elizabeth Fraser, uh, Crystal's forthcoming album, and uh, a lot more. Um, I hope you enjoy it. So I wanted to say congratulations on the new single, Payback. Um, Thank you. You've called it your revenge song. Uh, What do you mean by that? Um, I feel like um, Payback is um, kind of u- universal for me. Uh, I, I named it, I named it that way because it's it was kind of um, the word has been such a. I think for my generation, we've been going through a lot, um, and because it, it's like all the. Um, I think it can be like like very universal. It can be emotion wise. It can be politically. It can be just the environment you live in and. Yeah, it's a payback song because I think our generation is, I think, starting to like uh, noticing what's wrong with the word. And yeah, we need, we want revenge, we want payback, and we want um, our voice to speak louder than theirs and to be able to control the world we live in. And I don't feel like we, we kind of, we kind of, um, with all the social media and all that, I feel like we are t- we're taking a little bit of control. Um, on the the what we want to say and how we want to say it, so yeah, payback is a, payback is a revenge song, but it can be. I want it to be like personal for every everyone. You know, it can be it can be emotional, as I said. It can be yeah. For me, for me, it's like um, something that can that can be taken uh, in lots of different um, phases. You know, places. Because you once said, uh, and I apologize for quoting yourself, uh, you back at yourself, you said, singing my guts out is therapy. Um, I kind of get that impression from payback, right? Yeah, for, for sure. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm a musician, I'm a singer, but what I know, like what I really know is I know how to fail. I know how to sing my emotion. I know how to feel emotions in my body and let it out. And I think that's why I'm real. I'm also really comfortable on stage because I really feel like I I give I give true emotions, and 
I there's things that I can't do. Like I can't, you know, be on the piano, be on the guitar, but um music wise, musically and and how my voice gets out is very emotional. Um so yeah, album like a couple of years I was looking how to unlock, you know, how to unlock these emotions to to sound the purest way, the rawest way it could. And I feel like with this with this album, with this single, um it's really it's it really started to it's really starting to show. And yeah, but the payback is also the first single because it's like it's the meanest one. <laughs> it's the one that you can totally understand where where my where my the energy comes from. And and yeah, you know, it's like also like I'm I'm a woman in this industry, black woman in this industry, a black woman in this world, and it's just like um the more the more I grow, the more I I see things that I'm not happy with, the more I I feel that I give so much and so little can come to me sometimes. And yeah, I feel like it's it's a part of, you know, being a human is to fail and to be mad. And um I don't I don't want to I don't want to hide that. I wanna I don't wanna I it's the only thing I can do and I feel like I know that I do it well, so I don't want to lie to people. So I'm just like, when I'm mad, I'll be mad and I'll sing it. <laughs> I think it's interesting you say that you know how to feel because um, I think for musicians, for artists, that the ability to kind of translate emotions into songs, into words, into songs is very important. Like how, has that always come naturally for you, or do you have to sort of get into a particular state to be able to to translate your emotions? Well, I think I think it, it really comes with the space you create. I feel like my my job now um, is to federate people around me in the right the right way for me to be comfortable enough to feel these emotions in the studio and to be able to put them on the paper and to be able to put them on the mic. It's it's something that I've, because I was trying to learn how to produce and doing all these things. And I was like, it's actually not my, I'm not the best at that. And yeah, so I feel like um, I really learned how to um, get people in the studio in the studio space and be in a space where we're not here to make a song we're here to fail we're here to we're here to talk we're here to oh like what like what song did you like did you talk about last time oh you talked about this oh what did it make you feel like i can spend like in a residency of like two weeks i can spend i can spend maybe three days with my producers musician listening to songs that just make us fail like i have this um i remember a moment when i was with q when it was like we were listening to listening to Earth song the michael jackson one but the acapella mm -hmm. is the way where, where it goes right. ah. and we were just all crying it, would, it was like maybe like 2 a.m we had like little drinks before and we were just like oh my god do you feel it do you feel it do you feel it and yeah, I think at that moment I really realized like what music could 
you know, do. Um, and it's so able to like be in a studio where you're making your album and get that energy out of everyone, of every musician, of every producers, where everybody, everyone is just like, let's fail, bro. <laughs> um, so yeah. Your parents um, were both in music, right? Um, yeah. How, how do you think that influenced you? It's so much, you know, I feel I'm, I'm my dad, my dad's um, saxophone player, um, and then my Afro-American jazz man. Um, so we grew up, he grew up in, um, in Fresno, San Francisco, uh, with the church, a lot of, lots of gospel, lots of soul. Uh, we came from a really poor family, so music kind of like saved him um to like get out of you know the ghetto and shit um so and my mom um my mom is spanish and she produces uh live performances of like cuban music african music lots of different different um songs so i feel like i've always traveled and i've always had the eye on music and 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 live music, especially live music, because like it was, I would tour a lot. I would tour with them. We didn't like, you know, I didn't have a nanny, so it was just like I was I was with them for 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 a long time. So yeah, it influenced me. I think a lot, and especially in the way I the way I sing and my my voice is soul. Like even if I start doing a pop alternative, even if I sing payback, even if I I have this like um voice inside of me that is um that is very emotional and very soulful. And yeah, you know, my blackness comes from African American. So it's like that's this whole situation going on. I'm not like from Ghana, I'm not from like Senegal, I'm from the black part of America. Um, so there's something really, well, I feel really connected to it because it's like, it's, we, you know, there's like lots of music got created there, the drums, fucking drums in the, in the slave trade. There's like, I'm, I, I, I'm really a girl who, who uh, connects with my roots and, and the way I grew up, and I love my family. I'm a family girl. I just, I am. So, yeah, it influenced me a lot for sure. Maybe this is a stupid thing to ask, but like, was there a moment when you thought about sort of rebelling against your parents and doing something other than music? I was always like rebe rebellious in a way um, because. Uh, I don't know. I think I, 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 since a young age, I have, I think I was born with a straight line, and I can see it, and I just have it in my head, and it's music, and it's visuals, and it's being able to go on stage, and being, I, I my parents don't, like, they're around. You know, my, my mom, I speak to my mom every day. I'm like a mommy's girl. My dad's like over there. Um, but like, they don't, it's like, I've been since I'm 14. They know that I, they actually really trust me in choices. And 
and yeah, the life I want to live. So it was never really a thing, you know, that was just like, oh, cool. Like I've never been to the studio with my parents. I've never like, you know, even like the first times I was like making music, it wasn't it wasn't about them at all. Well, what do they think of your music? I don't actually know. You know what? I don't actually know. Well, my dad's proud of me because, like, he sees me and he's just like, he's proud of me. Um, my mom, same. They don't, you know, parents are just proud. They, I, because, like, even if they didn't like it, they would be like, I'm proud of you. So they never really, yeah. we never really discussed it. <laughs> I don't really want to know. <laughs> you live in Paris, right? Uh, I actually live in London now. Ah, right. Okay. When did you move? I moved like four months ago. Okay. How are you finding London? I'm loving it. I'm actually, um, I feel very at ease there. And um, Paris was a little bit too small for me <laughs> at some point. I needed space. I needed tranquility and um and music wise um london really i i i started doing the album in london a lot and music wise i just felt a little really more in my in my space than in paris i always felt that like france was like a place where i was born in and i love paris i love the city but um i've never felt like uh, i always felt like i was forcing them to listen to me like I'm great. I'm French. Listen to me. But I don't, I don't, I have this little thing where I'm just like, I'm not sure they, they really understand it. Um, but I love Paris. It's my city. It's still my city. Are you getting more of a London influence in your music? Yeah, for sure. I think I always had. I think I always had. I think in the second EP, there was a lot of drum and bass. I think I started like, you know, really liking like alternative rock a little bit more, a little more guitars, a little more um, riffs, rhythms, like different rhythms that I didn't, um, that I didn't really discover. And I really started discovering it on the album. And yeah, for sure, London, London sound is, is, is where I want to be. <laughs> I want to ask you a, a bit about uh, going out to clubs, if I may, because obviously you're playing um, at Nizza, which is which is a club. I mean, it does, you know, it does have concerts as well. But like, basically, you're 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 playing a club night. Um, are you a big clubber? Do you go out a lot? Um, I think I do. I think it depends on the moments. I think I can be very like at home and doing my music, and I can also be very like social when I want to. And I just really love uh, club music. I have, I I really love um, specific DJs. I don't like every night. I'm not like, I don't go out just to go out. I like to go out for a specific reason. Um, and I think I, during the album, I was like really like, um, that was I was getting an itch from not playing, and I think mm. that's when it started. I was like, okay, so I have this label. I had this incredible DJ where, so basically, the set that we do is like an hour set where we mix some of my music, some of and like even something that I even have on my computer, and some of his selection. 
I MC and I and then I sing and then there's like my like I really really I actually really sing in the club and I'm not even like rapping. It's like I actually sing sing. I have like my sound guy for my voice, um, and my ears and like I'm, I'm. I think I really I think the club came because I was just missing the stage so much, um, and yeah, I just love as I said like band I love playing live but I actually just love energies and I love I also love um emotional like emotions like emotion getting emotional in the club and there was I think with my DJ we started discovering like where we could go where we could like bring sad songs at 2 a.m how people can react how um how you can bring someone to a trance without especially bringing like techno or rap music or like songs they know um, but it's actually really difficult in Spain. Like, I know that tomorrow we're gonna, like, it's, yeah, because, like, they're like, reggaeton, reggaeton, la Zoe, reggaeton, reggaeton. And so I know it's gonna be um, a little challenge because we played, we played, like, maybe a year, two years ago. And it was difficult to to get to get them, but at the end, we got them, you know? And, and I like that challenge. Um, I'm not like, I'm not gonna be throwing parties every day. Like, I'm tired, you know? I'm just like, I like, I like sleeping. And <laughs> so, I mean, for me, um, I, I had my main clubbing years were a long, long time ago. I'm, I'm quite a lot older than you. But like, was there, was there a particular, I wanna know, was there a particular year when you went out a lot? And what music were you listening to in that year? Maybe when I was like 18, 17, 18, I was listening to a lot of like breakbeat, breakbeat, um, lots of like Afro music mixed with techno. Um, I had this, I remember I met this friend called DJ called Bama Oyende, and mm -hmm. he just, I was like 17, 18, and he just like blew my mind. And that's when I really like started liking the club. And yeah, and then I met my other DJ called Brudu Ramses. They kind of have the same name, but they're not the same. <laughs> and 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 it's like I think it's in the whole like group of like Crystal Mess and like all of these like incredible DJs that like really fuse like music together and like you know and and really bring really bring out like Jersey and like like trap but like mixed with something else and like sounds that you never heard before and like African sound, Congolese, Senegalese, bah. Um I just I'm yeah, I just really, really loved um I love duality. I love I love things in dual. I love when things are not supposed to be together and they're together. And and when you have a good a good DJ and a good club night, that's how I felt. I feel like emotions are in dual. I feel like I'm dancing and I'm having the best night, but uh, something's happening, you know, in my feelings, in my heart. And I'm just like, oh. So this is what, like 2019, that kind of time? 2019, yes. 2019 was really good. Before COVID, actually. So on your Instagram, it says, or it said, I'm not sure, maybe you've changed it, but it, it said uh, album in the making. So what's what's coming up um i my first album is coming up 
my first album is mixed and masterized. It's finished. I'm <laughs> I spent two years doing this album. Um, I think there's a lot of people are gonna say, oh, like such a new sound. Um, I don't think it's a new. I think it's an evolution of what I've been doing. I think I I think I'm I'm 22 now. Um, I think I started really young and um now I I think I'm I'm getting more of a direction for myself. Um mm -hmm. so yeah, a lot of a lot of emotions are coming your way. Um and as I said, I think it's theme is it's like duality of emotions fighting together. Um that I really tried to put yeah, I really put my heart in it. Um, yeah, a whole album, eleven songs. <laughs> well, this is this is interesting for me because you know um, you uh, you're twenty two. You said you're 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 young, um, and we hear you know often that you know young people don't care about albums. It's all playlists, that kind of thing. How important is it for you to make an album? People think I'm old school. You know, weird. Because <laughs> people are like, oh my God, you have like a three minute 40 song on your album. That's crazy. And I'm like, I actually love albums. I'm, I love albums. I love an intro. I love an outro. Yeah. I love a meaning. I love a straight line. I'm a little lost, you know, even with like, um, like TikTok scene and like, one minute 20 and like vibing. I don't know how to vibe. So are you one of those people that I think you spent like hours on the track list for the album going like, no, that song first, then that one, and then that one fourth, but you know. Actually for this one, it things came naturally. I think, and also why it's an album, I think it's because when I was doing the music, I wasn't thinking, it wasn't like thought of like, oh, I have this idea in my head and it's gonna be the album. I was really searching to a point where I was like, oh, okay, this is that, this is this, and this can be an album. How am I gonna make it an album now? Um, and you know, I love a whole story. Um, that's why, you know, Payback came out. It's like the first, um, it's like I'm unlocking the first emotion for you, you know, and then it's gonna be, another one and it's going to be another one and it's like a striptease of emotion that i'm gonna i'm just gonna be naked and it's gonna be so good <laughs> but it's interesting because twisted bases was 10 tracks um which you know could be an album um but it's called an ep um yeah, did you not think it was research this is now? it was i think it was research for me right i think i was still i was it's I, I wanted the sound to be a little bit bigger. I think I wanted to be a little bit wiser. And yeah, it wasn't, it didn't, it didn't felt like an album for me, for sure. Because it didn't have that, that something bringing it together, you mean? Yeah, it did. It wasn't there. It was, it was, a, it just wasn't there. I, I loved it. I think it was a way for me to, to really discover like lots of different sound, even visually to have fun, um, go on to, like do different things on stage. But 
as I said, I think I'm a little old school. I think I really need to be like in my head for something to click to be like album, album. This is an album, you know. And yeah, it took me two years to do it because you're you're um you're a big fan of Kalise, right? And Kalise has some amazing albums. Yeah, Kelly's did some amazing album, and I actually like. I have this love for like, I I have this love for projects, you know, and I, I, I can always like have these moments in my head where I listen to like one album that really like touched me. And, and yeah, I, I really, really respect that. And, and yeah, I think this, I think people are going to be a little, not surprised, but um, there's a lot of references that I didn't have before and I started because I started listening to like a lot of Massive Attack, uh, a lot of like Massive stuff, but like these people did projects, did albums, and they're incredible. So I think in these two years I was really like in this like bubble of like Jeff Buckley, Cut the Twins, and they made greatest album, like maybe the greatest albums in fucking life. So yeah, I think I was also really inspired by by this idea of like making a project that makes sense musically and subject in, in the subject that they talk about. Sounds amazing. Uh, anything with Mazzy Star and Chris uh, uh, and I am definitely in. And Cocktail Twins. Well, it's all of them. Okay. All of them. Like I just I went into this like bubble of like for maybe six months. I was only listening to like this like tiny group and I could and I could understand how everyone was connected together. And then I did my made my research and then I was like, oh my God, the girl of Cook the Twins was dating Jeff Buckley. And that and then the girl on the the girl on um, a massive attack song is the girl from Cook the Twins that dated Jeff Buckley. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound. Proudly presented by Cupra.